You cannot wait for an apology to start living. Live. From my younger days, it mattered that people perceive me as a good kid. He was a student teacher. I didn't even notice him until he wrote me a letter. A letter detailing my posture and how my stick bone legs at just 13 had aroused his mind and body. I read his letter over and over again, terrified. What had I done wrong? Why was he writing to me and why was I the only girl he had taken notice of? The questions baffled my young teenage mind. I decided to report him to my friends, the boys. They'll know how to fix it. I was one of the boys after all. I also took the letter home and told my helper I'll take it to my great teacher. The next morning it was gone and I never found it. She later told me that I would have gotten him fired so she burnt the evidence. I get her thought process now, but the way she responded reinforced that maybe I had done something wrong. I had quite an awkward relationship with the opposite sex. I didn't have uncles that would visit often, I don't have any brothers and my dad, wow. The last time I had interacted with them was when I was two. I didn't know how to express myself freely around men. Boys I kinda understood, but men I was cagey. So to have a man notice me when I was so young made me believe I had done something wrong. I had to have. I later told my mom what the student teacher had done and she brushed it off. She said he was a rural guy and he was simply trying to compliment me and I misunderstood him. Her comment reinforced the belief that I had done something wrong, but in reality, I hadn't. The next close interaction I had with the man was when I stayed with my sister's man. He made, disgusted, he made disgusting advances on me that perpetuated and emphasized how bad I was. Things escalated badly with that guy, that we ended up at police stations with dockets and handcuffs. Guilt. I felt so guilty that I was the reason he ended up behind bars. I spoke, my sister was upset, and there was a possibility that a baby would grow up without a father, just like I had. These negative scenarios with men that were supposed to be trusted messed around with my self-worth and perception. As a result, I hated standing out, even if it was for something good. The effects also caused a very strained relationship with my mother. I felt I was wrong and she never corrected that assumption, so I would overcompensate. I wouldn't speak and I wouldn't dare oppose because I was scared. Scared to lose her affection and scared to lose her love. I clearly wasn't scared to lose myself because I sure did. Our society has painted wrong those that speak out. Women who publicly share their abuse stories are shunned instead of praised for their bravery. I started off as a ghostwriter, sharing my thoughts honestly about how I felt about the social injustices I came across and now I'm here. I'm not afraid to put a voice behind the name and with time, I'll put a face too. I'm just an ordinary girl with so much to say. I wish people could be free. People can be emancipated from their mental slavery. See, the redemption song is more than just a song. It's, the, it's a struggle that hopefully we can overcome. I'm sharing these personal stories because they affect how we are in relationships. As far back as I can remember, I developed an all-sufficient personality, or should I say defense mechanism. I relied on nobody and I trusted nobody. I didn't even trust my own family. 
I would exert myself being there for everyone because I didn't want them to suffer like I had. But I created an even bigger problem. I became an enabler. Because I badly wanted to eliminate everyone's suffering, I took it upon myself and black tax found its suitable candidate. I inherited family debt and all the other things that come with being an acclaimed breadwinner. If anything was needed to be fixed, I'd fix it. I felt I needed to, I was supposed to. See, every giver needs a giver. Hear me, there's nothing wrong with having a big heart. I mean, have one. There is everything wrong though with abandoning yourself to have a big heart. You ought to love yourself. To be honest, I didn't know how to. When I did stuff for myself, I'd feel bad about it. Even when I got into my first real adult relationship, the consensus was I was selfish. I've braved pain because I've always believed that there's something better. We need to move past our past and our pain because we are unique commodities. There is only one you and you cannot afford to waste away before you've shared your greatness with the rest of the world. There's so much purpose to life and if I dare say, so much to be admired about you. Today, we celebrate the small victories. Despite the opposition, I'm standing, standing strong. I love who I am. I have one of the biggest hearts and I know my flex well. I can bounce back from anything. What are you celebrating about yourself today? If it's that you got out of bed, kudos to you. If it's that you stood up for yourself for the first time, hats off to you. I want to give you front row VIP seats for allowing yourself to be present in this moment, for being my audience and listening to me pour out my heart. I want to salute you today for taking that first step to seek out stability. I'm standing in ovation at how you marvelously manage your affairs and show up every day. For you, I'll keep speaking and for you, I won't stop. Looking forward to sharing my thoughts with you again soon. Love, Liz.